Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, where we place our hope in the only hope there is. Christ our Lord. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am your host, Pastor Denise, and I welcome you to today's broadcast. Well, we, this month of November, we are celebrating Christian literature, and today we're going to do a panel discussion about it's more than a book. And so we're going to have um, a phenomenal time this evening talking about why it's more than a book with uh, three phenomenal women of God, and they're also authors. And so before we begin, we're going to open with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. Father, we ask, oh God, that you would just touch those that are listening, God, that you would provide what is needed, God, that you would open their eyes, their ears, so that they may walk in the purpose that you have placed them in the earth to do. So, Father, we thank you and we magnify you as you speak through us, oh God. Let those that are around the world hear your voice and respond purpose. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Again, I'm your host, Pastor Denise, the founder of Hope in Christ Ministry, and we are here to talk about it's more than a book in celebration of um, the month of November where we celebrate Christian literature and and celebrate that God allows us to take the message of the cross to the world. And so um, I have three phenomenal authors and women of God on the the show today, and I'm going to have each one introduce themselves before we get into the discussion. So we're going to start with Pastor Paulette. Can you please introduce yourself? Good evening, everyone. I'm so honored to be here, and thank you, Pastor Denise, for the invite. Um, I am Paulette Harper, literary strategist, author and founder of Storytellers Academy. I'm also a coach and a two-time award-winning author. I am a speaker, pastor, and most of all, I'm a child of the living God, and I'm so blessed to be able to share about um, writing transformational stories. Amen, amen. Thank you, Pastor Paulette. And then we have um, Waletta Dunn. Can you please um, introduce yourself? Hello, everyone, and thank you so much, Pastor Denise, for this opportunity. It is wonderful to be here with you again and um, to be able to share with you. My name is Waletta Mason Dunn. I am an author, a speaker, and a book coach. And most of all, I love the Lord, and I am so grateful for all that he's done and been in my life. Um, my 
my um, hope is to be able to reach as many people as I can through my stories so that they'll be able to see and uh, understand the message of Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, ladies. And we have um, Apostle DeRache on the line as well, and we want her to introduce herself to the audience. Hello, my name is, first of all, thank you so much, Pastor Denise, for just having um, this forum, and it is such an exciting time, and I'm so excited to be here. I'm with you guys, but I am Dr. Deronche Thorne, your kingdom strategist. I'm here to build strategies so that you may birth and expand through your dreams, your goals, and your destinies. I help individuals, ministries, and businesses with practical solutions so that they may increase their market reach and their income potential. I am a Christian author, Christian publisher, a message strategist. I am also known as a spiritual midwife here to help individuals um, move and operate in the purpose that God has called forth in their lives, sending their messages to the masses. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Apostle, for um, introducing yourself as well. Um, And for those um, that don't know, I'm also an author myself, and I am a writing coach and editor, um, copy editor and developmental editor, and I also help with literacy, um, biblical literacy, and just helping people build their comprehension and writing skills as an English language arts teacher as a trade. So we're going to jump right in, and we're going to begin with the question about the theme. What do we mean by it's more than a book? So we're going to begin with answering that question. I'm going to ask the panelists to answer. And so um, each person will answer that particular question, and then we'll have more questions um, as well. So the first question, again, is what do we mean by it's more than a book? And, again, we will start with Pastor Paulette. Okay. Well, um, as a book coach, um, I believe that um, being more than a book, it is looking at your book not just as a Um, a piece of literature, but looking at it as a gateway, a portal, a doorway. And so if we look at our books as a portal or a doorway, that basically means that it is a, a, a venue or avenue in which God can open up so many opportunities for us. It's, it's a, it's having the ability to, um, be able to go in places and be able to um, even not only just those doors being open, but it is an opportunity for um, dreams and, and visions to come to pass because when we think about having a book, that's just the 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 beginning of what God 
calls us to do. There is more than just it's more than just um, the book. It is the the avenues. It is the connections. It is the um, the way in which that book can maneuver and help other people. It is that gateway. And so, what I like to do is share with my you know my clients about thinking about it more than just writing a novel, writing a, a children's book. It's the other avenues. It's the other arms that our books are able to uh, attach itself to, those doors of opportunities, those speaking engagements, those, um, you know, opportunities to maybe have your, your book and film. It is so many other things that um, our our books are able to do other than just writing a book and leaving it on the shelf to collect dust. We can leverage our book in so many ways and having it as a doorway um, to open up other you know opportunities for us to move in greater things and um, and 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 do those. Um, you know, those other things that God has called us to do in a book definitely is an opportunity for us to be able to do that with. Amen. I agree um, with everything you said, um, Pastor Paulette, about um, just seeing it differently. So we're going to move to Waletta. Can you tell us um, what do you mean by it's more than a book? Thank you. I, I want to say, first of all, I agree with you, Pastor Paulette. You're right. It is a gateway, and it opens so many other opportunities for us. Um, I believe that my books are, um, they're more than a book to me. It is a way from, it's a ministry for me. Uh, an acti- it's the way I can express um, my faith in God and spread my faith and um, to other people. People, um, my books have been read by people who may not ever, up until that point, pick pick up a Bible. There's a lot of practical application in my books and stories about how they're really based on my life stories and how God has um, shown himself in my life. And I'm just... I just know for sure that if something happened to me, it has also happened to someone else. And so there are people who have read my stories who may um, have never picked up a Bible or who have in years haven't picked up a Bible, but now they see that God cares about every aspect of their life. And that's how I can minister to others or we can minister to others through our books. It's also a way for us to spread our testimony. I can tell you so many times when I thought about giving up and God was just right there for me. And I made it through some rough, some difficult times. Um, but I made it through, and I'm, I'm on the other side and ready to tell somebody about it. And if I can do that, then so can the next person. And hopefully um, through the book, it can, it can um, be a testimony of God's love towards me. And the same love he has towards me is the love that he has toward others. It's my form of worship. I can um, just talk about the Lord all day long. I can tell you so many ways and and times when he's just been in my life, and I have just so much that I can praise him for and thank him for. And those, I hope, 
I can um, magnify that in the stories that I share in the in the books. And so, um, I hope that those are just some of the ways that that I can show that a book is more than just a book. It's a ministry. It's a testimony. It's a it's a form of praise and worship. Amen, amen. A form of worship. Yes, it is. Thank you, Waletta. And we have Apostle. Can you share what you mean by it's more than a book? Absolutely. Um, you know, the Word of God tells us that God gave us the ability to generate wealth. And, you know, and I just so agree with these two powerful and anointed women of God on tonight. But I look at our books as messages, right? It's a, it's a message that we can carry to many platforms. And so it's more than just a book. It is a tool. It's a tool that God has given unto you to access gateways to develop multiple streams of income. And I believe that when we begin to look at the book as a message, we can take these messages and that we can place them on multiple platforms so that, yes, they can minister to other people. They can help people um, come from situations and circumstances that we have overcome. They can be educational too. These messages that we place inside of a book, we can develop speaking platforms. We can develop coaching platforms, consulting platforms. We can um, develop educational platforms and membership platforms because the, the book or the message that's inside of the book, it's only giving them a glimpse of the message, but the book is the door, the access to get the, a contact point to the message that's on the inside of you. And that message that's on the inside of you can be spreaded in so many other different avenues so that it can be beneficial. So even as an author, look at other ways that the individuals that purchase your book, what other means can be developed so that you can be a continuing educational tool. Your message can be a continuing educational tool to assist them further into the places that God um, God need for them to go, right? Because you can only put so much inside of the book. And I believe that we leave a lot on the table, a lot of ministry opportunities, a lot of business opportunities when we stop the message at the book. Okay? And so let us listen. Let us begin to um, come into a mindset and what I call become the authorpreneur. Yes, where you as the author, he told us to be fruitful and multiply. The author, yes, bring forth the fruit. But let the entrepreneur side come upon you and allow it to multiply the fruit that the writer in you have developed, right, so that you can assist 
people beyond the book. I like that, beyond the book, right? Taking the message beyond the book on other platforms and in turn generating um, additional income for your family, right? Because, listen, when you take the message beyond the book, what you would generate an hour from being beyond the book is way more, right, than um, what you will obtain with just the book itself. Also, what the people will receive from you from a different contact medium, whether it's a speaking platform or education platform you put together or a membership program or a coaching program or a consulting program, or whether you took your book to the stage via um, a, a, a television series or via a, a stage play, even going high tech with the message, right? That's on the inside of you. So yes, 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 yes. It is more than just a book. Unlock your wealth with the message that God has given unto us because he has given us the ability to generate wealth. And the workman is surely worth their hire. Amen. In Jesus' name. Back over to you, Pastor. Amen. Amen. We already have in church and um and the message of it's more than a book, and and I totally, totally agree with you, ladies. Uh, what you have shared, it's worship. It is um, the doorway to what God has called us to walk into. So the next question is: I know we're um, all of us on the line are multiple authors. That means we've written more than one book. And so what I want you each to tell us is what are you doing specifically with at least one of your books so that um, it gives our audience a little bit of um, ideas that they could use and, and take along with them. So we'll start with Apostle. Amen. Thank you. Okay, so my very first book, um, Abortions in the Church, Divine Strategies to Spiritual Deliverance, this particular book, number one, it is in a educational system. Um, my book has been adopted in a Bible college to assist their students in whatever adversity that will keep them from completing their educational endeavor, right, because this particular book helps individuals overcome the obstacles that they have in life that will cause them to have spiritual miscarriages, abortions, and stillborns, that will cause them to, that continuously cause them to stop moving in the things that God has called forth in their life. And so what I've done with that particular message and even going into the educational platform, letting colleges know how important this book is for your students as well as your college as well. How can it benefit? How is it a win-win for, uh, for the college where, guess what, the school now gets to have a higher graduation rate, right, and a, and a, and a lower retention rate, right? So where the students, right, are, are now successfully completing um, their endeavors by identifying on the front end those hindrances, those um, things that 
stop them, that cause them procrastinate and delay in doing what it is, or cause them just to quit altogether, identifying those things so they would no longer be, be barriers in their lives. In addition, I have developed a educational, uh, another educational tool away from the school set where I develop my own my own school or my own course that's inside of my school where individuals um, that can when they purchase my book they also have the opportunity to take the course which is also automated so I've taught it one time and I never have to teach it again if I choose not to right um, but it is another tool that they can use to have additional access to the message that I carry that I carry in addition to speaking engagements and individuals or organizations using it as a Bible study tool and things of that nature as well. Back over to you, Pastor. Amen, amen. Thank you, Apostle. And then we're going to go to uh, Pastor Paulette. Can you share one of your resources and what you're doing with it? is um, one of the things I'm going to be launching in 2020 is my Storytellers Academy. And because I am a book writing coach, um, and I do a lot of one-on-one coaching, and so um, one of my um, books that I created was my my author's manual. And so it's um, tips and tools and resources to help the aspiring writer write, publish, and market their books really was um, um, my, um, should I say, it wasn't, writing that, that, that manual helped me to really see where the need of the authors were. And so when I'm doing one-on-one coaching, I wanted to um, take my, my services to the next level. And so me having my Storytellers Academy gives me the opportunity to do that. And so um, that will be launching in 2020, and that's, you know, another doorway, another gateway for us to, um, you know, take our books, that our books are more than just, you know, it's it's more than just a book. And so being able to have – use the Internet as my vehicle to reach more aspiring writers so that they, too, can learn how to write, publish, and, and market their own books is going to be a, a release from me being able to, you know, coach them one-on-one. But it's, all, it's also going to be evergreen where um, I publish it and it's out there forever. And so that you know, relieves me of any kind of stress, anxiety, or me even, you know, trying to get clients. That is something that, um, you know, a portal that's that's going to be open for anyone who aspires to, to write and publish their own work. So I'm really excited about that and looking forward to 2020 and launching Storytellers Academy. Amen. Thank you, um, Pastor Paulette. And then we have Waletta. Can you share uh, what you're doing with one of your resources? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Well, what you ladies are very, very busy, very busy, and I've learned a lot just from listening to you. My one of my novels, excuse me, one of my journals, tell me your story, 
is a um, a journal that um, prompts conversations between generations. Um, I start. I, I teach a workshop that um, teaches. Uh, people how to discuss have those discussions with their children with their grandchildren and I start out with this question if you could take a trip with your grandmother back to her childhood with her would you do it my journal is a way to do just that it's a it's a series of questions that um, the grandchild or the child would um, ask the grandparent and they talk about their childhood and talk about um, those things that um, that are important to that grandparent um, I in my workshop I use that book in a workshop and I teach um, um, how to have open communication between the generations um, the in that workshop, I teach how to share your story. Um, there are different times when you should share your story. There, are t- especially if you're talking about intergenerational stories, there, you know, you're gonna if you're talking to the younger generation, you want to make sure that they are not on their iPhones or or on social media. You want to be able to have their attention, and so I teach about those things. I teach about when it appropriate to share your stories and um, I teach about effective communication because uh, in order for communication to be effective the message has to be received and a lot of times we say things and the person we're speaking to can hear something totally different and then in that case message is not received and so we learn how to um, speak each other's language and make sure that we understand one another. In that workshop, we also teach about the importance of why our story, why sharing our story is important to us. It helps us to um, identify what's important to us, what, what um, we value in life when we share stories with others. When we share our stories with others, it also raises awareness in um, families, there's so many times when there's a family secret and nobody talks about it. Well, these questions will uh, give you an opportunity to talk about those things so that you can raise awareness and perhaps you can save uh, a generation from um, doing the same things and making the same mistakes. Um, we also discuss how our story can be a benefit to others. There are so many times when people feel that they are alone and just to hear that somebody has been through the same thing that you're worried about, the thing that is pressing on you right now is a relief and it's a safe place. It makes it a safe place for you to discuss those things. And so I use my um, Tell Me Your Story journal uh, to for speaking engagements. I speak in senior citizens' homes and and here in Tallahassee, the uh, we have a senior citizen center, and there are different um, programs within that center. And it, and I speak at these different programs and talk to the um, elder generation and and teach them how to sh- um, share their stories with the younger people because there's so much that we can learn just by listening to 
members of the uh, a generation above us, the generation that was here before us. They have been through some things that we will never face. And so I enjoy doing that and conducting those workshops. And I also do some um, one-on-one coaching with that. I also help those uh, people who are interested in writing their story. I uh, coach them um, into putting the the story on paper. Thank you very much. Amen. I enjoyed that, um, ladies. Uh, I remember listening to my aunt who was in her 70s when I was a teenager and my dad and just hearing about the segregation of their time to where, like, in my time, I was like, what is that? And so I got, like, a real-life history lesson from them. So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, And I wanted to share as well that um, I have a tool or several tools where I teach um, biblical literacy where um, at first I was targeting youth because that's my background, um, middle grades. And so um, God began to give me this title, is this English class, um, some time ago about um, just teaching people and taking tools that I use in my classroom and flipping it to use um, for people to be able to study the word. And so um, I have that where um, I hosted actually a workshop at the Christian Book Lovers Retreat, and it was um, awesome. Um, the women loved it. And so now um, they're asking for me to do a workshop here in Georgia and just kind of just having fun with the word, but not just that, but those that struggle with that comprehension of the word, their tools, their graphic organizers, their acronyms that they can use to pull their thoughts together and kind of put it all together so that they get the message without anybody trying to tell them what the word says. Or um, because sometimes uh, one of the things God showed me is that sometimes people are in their heart, they have decided they're not going to follow God the right way, the way the word says. So they will twist scripture. And so we have to know what the word says for ourselves. And that was one of the missions God um, began to give me about um, instant English class or Bible study and also um, representing God, which was just for youth. But um, this one is for everybody. And so I'm grateful that he used me to begin doing that because there was a time I would only present to youth and God has delivered me from me. And so um, I just wanted to share that as well. So we have another question um, that I'm going to ask you ladies. For specific genres, I know we've shared, um, but are there some tips? I'll ask Waletta and Pastor Paulette about fiction. Um, Are there some tips for those that write fiction um, that you would just quick tips, and then um, Apostle, I'll ask you about nonfiction. So we'll start with um, Pastor Paulette, just some tips for those that are trying to attack fiction. And so I would really tell anyone trying to capture fiction is to, you know, really learn what it means to write fiction. 
um, because when you're writing fiction, you have to have so much dialogue. You have to have believable characters. You have to create scenes. You have to um, really get into, you know, you have to be the reader, the writer, and then um, you also definitely need to have, um, you know, I would even suggest, you know, maybe a possible, you know, coach to help you, especially if you've never written fiction before because there's so many um, so many things, you know, about writing good fiction. And so um, it is definitely a more in-depth process versus writing nonfiction because, of course, nonfiction, you can write that, you know, because it comes from the, you know, inspirational, from the, you know, from the, from your heart, you know, and your experiences in life. But when you're writing fiction, I know when I wrote uh, Secret Places Revealed, it was, um, you know, thinking of all these characters and then thinking about the, the plot the story, that it has to have, you know, um, this, this this middle has to be the dark place, you know, and then you have to bring it to how do I get my characters to, mine is inspirational romance, so how do I get my characters to get mad at each other, fall out of love, and then have a scene that they get back together again. And so writing fiction, it is um, an art to it, and I think the more that people write, the better that they become, you know, fictional writers. And so definitely uh, my tip would be to hire a coach to help you write it, but then also, you know, learn as much as you possibly can about, you know, dialogue, script, plots, character development, and everything else that comes along with writing fiction. Amen. Thank you, um, Pastor Paulette. And then while that the same question, I'm just a quick tip about attacking fiction writing. Thank you. I think what um, my tips would be, my quick tips would be, first of all, read stories in the genre that you plan to write about. Um, And it just helps so much. Read as much as you can. And um, I, I know I have some of my favorite authors, and I just read as many books by them as I can. And also, uh, I say, just like uh, Pastor Paulette said, you learn your craft, whether it's uh, getting a coach or taking a class or whatever. There's so much to writing fiction as far as the structure, the theme, the scene and sequence. And I would um, suggest that the um, the, the um, the author would um well I use an outline every time and so I would um suggest that the new author would try that at least so that because sometimes it's easy to lose your way in the story. And then my last two tips would be to get an editor and uh if you can get more than one editor and um Trust your get someone that you can trust. If you are, I, I know with my very first novel, I had an editor who I'm a Christian novel, so I'm a Christian author, and this editor was not um, a Christian 
editor, and so she didn't understand some of the things that I was putting in my story. And she would say things like, that could never happen. No person would ever say, uh, would bless somebody who had made them angry or something like that. So get get an editor that understands your genre. I think that's very important. And also proofread uh, or get a proofreader as well. Um, sometimes it, you might have to put your work aside after you've read it and, and reread it and then reread it again. <laughs> um, you might have to just put it aside for a little while, but just make sure you get a very good editor and a proofreader and some beta readers. There's just so much to it. I could go on and on, but you said short, quick tips, and so that's what I'm trying to do. Thank you very much. Thank you, ladies, for sharing. Um, and I would also add just being new to fiction is researching the area that you are writing about. So if you're writing about a certain city you never really lived in, to do the research um, about that city as well because some people are very meticulous and they will call you out on it. So I just wanted to add that. So, Apostle, um, can you share just a quick tip about uh, nonfiction writing? Yes, absolutely. Um, a few tips that I would like to discuss would be this. Um, number one, identify your purpose. Identify your why in writing um, your story. And then after you identify your why, it's going to assist you and lead you into um, identifying your target audience. It's important that you know why you're writing and who you're writing to so that you can stay on target. You want to meet the target. You want to meet the goal. Um, what you're putting on the paper, the message, is more than just getting it inside of the book. You have to keep in mind who it is that you're speaking to and why that you're speaking to them, so that as you are writing, you can make sure that you are writing what the reader needs to know right, um, so that it can be beneficial unto them, so that it can be a tool that they can use, right, um, as they read your story, um, as they um, obtain the lessons out from your life, okay? So I think that those are very, very um, important. Also, as they said before, um, get an editor, Right. Um, make sure to get proofread. Also, don't rush the process. I think um, so many people rush the process, and in the midst of rushing the process, especially when you get to editing. Right. So, as a publisher, as a Christian publisher, right. Um, you know, editing is one of the most um, essential pieces. Right. Um, after the work is done, editing is an essential piece. Right. So, because you want people to have a continuous tie-in to you. And so if you rush the process of making sure that your literary piece um, um, is, is not up to par because you rushed the process, you could lose an audience. You can lose audiences. You could lose people who would tie into uh, who would um who would connect with you 
um, with other businesses or other, you know, we talked about doorways and gateways that you may have opened because you rushed the process either in your writing or and also you may have just rushed the editor and your literary piece does not paint a picture, right, to the reader and what it is that they need, even though you have the message for the individual, but because it was rushed, things were overlooked, right, and therefore you lost the attention, you lost the attraction um, as well for those who have continued. And I found myself in um, looking at several projects um, even people that I, I used to respect, even in the industry, and from reading the project out, you know, um, it, it, it just turned me a whole nother different way because I was looking for something different. I was looking for something of a better quality, and it wasn't there. And it got missed in the writing, and it surely got missed in the editing process uh, and proofreading um, as well. So don't rush the process. Um, be patient. Be very, very, um, be very, very meticulous about what you put out, because once it's in a book, listen, this is something that it will outlive your lifespan, right? It's something that outlive your lifespan, and it's something that people will pick up, and from that piece, they will determine, right, what their continuation would look like with you. And so we want to, especially as Christian authors, we want to make sure that we're representing God and all that we do, just like we're made in his image and in his likeness. Everything that we, we produce out, we want to make sure that it is a work of, of excellence. Would it be absolutely perfect? Probably not, but we want to make sure it's excellent by not rushing the process. Back over to you, Pastor. Hey, man, thank you, ladies, for sharing. So... Uh, one of my last questions has to do with marketing. So because it's more than a book, how does that now affect the marketing tips or the marketing for those that are um, trying to get out there, the Christian authors that are trying to get out there? How does it affect their marketing when it's more than a book, when their mindset needs to shift to the fact that it's more than a book? So, um, Apostle, I'll have you start, and then we'll move to the next individual. I think that how it affects the market, and I'm going to just talk about it from my piece and, and my understanding, what I coach and, and what I teach um, as well, is that it changed your marketing mindset from just getting people to buy your message from the book to now you got to begin to market or, or, or set a marketing strategy where people will buy your message from the stage, from an educational um, platform, from a membership platform, from, you know, um, a live platform, and so just from various areas. So we have to take the shift is that I carry a message, and how can I take the message and 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 place it right into other areas. So I, I tell authors, this is what I tell authors, yes, it is great to be an author and we thank God for being able to use the platform of authorship, right? But I want us to think a little bit deeper is that listen, you got a message. He said, Listen, you gotta go ye to all nations, 
right? And so because you got to go to all nations, everybody don't read, right? And because everybody don't read, then how are you reaching those that don't read? What other type of platforms are you using or you could use so that that message can go beyond the the pen or the ink that's on the paper, right? And so we got to begin to transition the mindset. And even when we take stages or when we're taking, we're doing interviews or radio interviews or TV interviews and things of that nature, yes. You, we are here to talk about the book, and if people purchase it, absolutely great, absolutely awesome. But even while you're having the conversation about the book, that conversation should be targeted also toward your next speaking engagement. Who would hire you as a speaker? The next somebody out there listening to you should, could be ready to hire you as a coach or as a consultant, right? Somebody else out there in the room could be ready to come and be a part of your membership program so that they can get more of the message that's on the inside of you. So as you begin to uncover um, the message that's on the inside of you, make the most of every opportunity and look at other ways that people can connect with you and begin to develop a marketing Tool, right, a marketing strategy so that you can make sure that whenever you open your mouth about your message, that you're speaking to the one who will write the book, the one who will hire you to come and speak on the platform, the one who would hire you to be a coach, the one who would hire you um, to be a consultant, and so forth. Amen. Thank you, Apostle. And Pastor Paulette, same question. How does it shift your marketing when you begin to think of it as more than a book? Yeah, I think one of the things that um, when you're shifting your mindset, you have to, um, you know, when you're talking to people about your book, it's not um, can you buy my book. It is what benefits does your book offer? You have to sell the benefits of your book, considering there are so many books out there on the market. So you think about the benefits of your book. I tell my clients to write down three to five key points um, that they want the readers to take away, and these are the the key points that, that they would use when they're talking about their books. The benefits of my books are versus can you just buy a copy of my book. And then also, um, you know, what Apostle said about, you know, sharing your book and, and having different stages to um, share your message and share your services. You know, there are online there are online stages and there are offline stages. And when you're talking about online, you're talking about doing webinars, you're talking about doing training, doing those summits, doing, you know, podcasts, doing blogs, you know, having membership sites and coach and, and courses. And then you're thinking about taking your book Offline, you're talking about speaking and being a keynote and, um, you know, uh, breakout sessions and doing Toastmasters. And so there are so many things that we can do in addition to just, you know, um, you know, selling our books to our friends and to our family. And we really have to um, 
take advantage of all these different types of stages that we can be speakers at and we can present, you know, and uh, and have our books there as a um as a, you know, as a uh, an an opportunity for people to um, you know, uh, get our books, read our books, find out more about us, but it's really about finding the place and finding those online and offline places where we can, um, you know, be presenters and be um, experts and share our expertise as we deliver different messages that come right out of our books. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And while that is the same question, um, how does it shift our marketing when we begin to think of it being more than a book? Wow, I just want to, that was just so much information, so much good information from the ladies, and I agree with everything um, they have uh, presented to us. Um, we have to be able to um, sell not just the book but the message that we have and also um, determine how we can benefit the reader. And uh, one thing I have to remind myself of, is that I should always be marketing every day, every time I meet someone or every time I have an opportunity to speak before an audience. I want to be able to present my message or my book, and and those um, opportunities will open more doors for me. I also wanted to – I agree with um, Pastor Paulette about this, Toastmasters and other opportunities um, where we are just actually just talking to someone and determine the, their needs and if that is something that we'll be able to help with and at that time we can go ahead and, and use that as an opportunity to just sell our message and to present the benefits of our books. And that is an everyday, all-day um, um, a thing that we should be doing, and we should um, remember that uh, not everyone knows that we have a book. Not everyone knows that we do public speaking or can do presentation. Um, not everyone knows about um, the classes that we can teach, so they won't know unless we tell them. So we have to tell them, and that's our way of marketing our books and um, a way of marketing um, ourselves. Thank you. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Um, And I um, agree with everything you all said and everything you shared. Um, I always think about how the mindset causes people to stop. As as writers, I've seen a couple people where they just stopped. They They wrote the book, and so now my family's not buying it. Nobody else is buying it. So I'm just stopping because that mindset needs to shift to what was your purpose behind it anyway? Why did you do it? Did you do it just because you wanted to have something to say, oh, I did this, or are you moving in that purpose of what God told you to do? So um, that is uh, one of the things I definitely wanted you all to share on the broadcast. And so I thank you all for sharing and we'll take a quick second for everybody to tell people how to connect with you, how to purchase your personal books and, or your services. 
So we'll start with uh, Waleta, and then we'll move to the next individual. Thank you. I can be, um, you can connect with me on my webpage at uh, wmasondunn.com. That's W-M-A-S-O-N-D-U-N-N.com. You can connect with me on Facebook at author Waleta Dunn. And um, I'm also on Twitter and Instagram um, at Waleta. And um, um, my email address is WalettaDunn at gmail.com. And um, you can purchase, you can, once you go to my website, you'll see all of my books and my contact information. And I, um, I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you, Waletta. Uh, Pastor Paulette, can you tell people how to reach you? Yes, thank you so much. Um, um, they can go to my website, which is pauletteharper.com. I'm on Facebook as um, Pastor Paulette, and then also Twitter, Paulette Harper. I'm on IG as well. Um, they can email me at uh, pharperjohnson at gmail.com. All my services are on my website. And if they connect with me on Facebook, um, they can also um, get a 20-minute um, free consultation to help them uh, write and publish their books. Thank you, Pastor Paulette. And then, Apostle, can you share how people can reach out to you? Absolutely. I can be reached at www.deronshazorn.com. Again, that is www.d-e-r-a-s-h-a-y-z-o-r-n.com. And you can find out about all of my services, even my School of Authorpreneur, that are helping authors take their messages on multiple streams, multiple platforms to gain multiple streams of income. You can also find me on our social media platform as Kingdom Strategist, that's Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitter. For my for authorship, where you can find all of my books as well, you can find me on Facebook at author Deronche, Dr. Deronche Zorn, author Dr. Author Dr. Deronche Zorn. You can find me there. You can also find my books on any digital um, outlet, um, Amazon Kindle. I mean Amazon. Barnes and Nobles, and so forth, Books a Million. You can find them there um, as well as my website and on my author page on Facebook. Thank you, ladies, for sharing. And for those that um, I haven't shared with, um, you can also reach out to me at Denise at hope-in-christ.com. That's my email. Or you can visit our Hope in Christ um, website or join us on the Hope in Christ Book Club on Facebook and follow the pages on Instagram and also Twitter. And also you can um, find my website, my author website, DeniseMWalker.com, as well as Arbor of Hope Writing and Publishing um, as well. So you can find my website and also 
reach out to me, and I just got brave enough to make a Snapchat So because I write YA. So um, please follow me at E.M. Walker on Snapchat. Thank you all for tuning in. All right, so we're going to go ahead and close out for this evening. We're going to begin or end with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this panel discussion. We thank you for your truth. We thank you, Lord God, for just the words of encouragement that were shared on this broadcast and how people can move in purpose, the purpose you placed them in the earth to walk in. So, Father, we thank you for these ladies. We pray, oh, God, that you would continue to bless them, move them mightily, oh, God, in the earth to help grow people in purpose and help get the message of the cross out to the world. So, Father, we thank you and we magnify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. Have a phenomenal week.